This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey guys, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And we are back. We have the final part of the Vanderpump Rules reunion to get to today. Um, that is certainly going to be fun to talk about. But before that, how how's it going? What's what's up? What's your good? Uh, I mean, I took a vacation day yesterday, which was you did. Yeah. Did you not notice I was at the beach yesterday? Oh, did I? Yeah. And so. <laughs> I literally haven't taken a day off since February, which like I'm not complaining about, but you really don't realize how much you needed a day until you take a day. Like I compl- and I'm always on my phone, like regardless if I'm off or not, I'm always on my phone. And I like disconnected yesterday. I didn't talk mm-hmm. to a soul. I was on the beach at 8.30 in the morning and I was like, you know what? I know I'm just going to go back to work tomorrow. Like, it's fine. But I like, you, you need that. Like you, everybody I'm, I'm telling you, you need that mental day. <laughs> well, it's weird because we, we've been in this, you know, social distancing, stay at home scenario now for over three months. Right. And it feels weird. I feel like we're not as like workers or whatever, we're not conditioned to take vacation days when there's not like a real true right quote unquote reason to mm-hmm. and so i yeah i took a day off last month like around memorial day i took like an extra day off and it was so nice just to have one day where yeah. it was like oh wait like i don't have to wake up and you know check my email and right whatever it's and especially like this has been a stressful few months so oh, yeah it's important yeah so that was nice <laughs> that the housewives the beach, take, I, I needed it. The housewives take time off, and so should yeah. They. Like you're, excuse me, you're giving us, you're taking time off and not giving us that much notice. So you know what? I'm gonna take a day off as well. It's funny. So right now, Beverly Hills is taking three or four weeks off, and New York is off for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And they've said that basically the reason for that is with coronavirus stuff that editing is slowed down. And they need to do more of the confessional interviews. Like they got behind with those. And so they're just taking this time to catch up, I guess. But I saw I saw some people trying to make like a conspiracy theory that there was like racist stuff in the episodes coming oh up and they had to they had to take a break to edit it out because of everything that's going on right now. And I'm like, okay. Want, okay, want like, to know why that's not true? Want to know how I know that's not true? Even though like <laughs> it's not true anyway. So Obviously, we talked about Siesta Key last week. I'm a huge Siesta Key fan on MTV. And they premiered it the other day and they cut Alex, who was one of the main characters, completely out of the show. And they did it like that day or the day before. And they did it that episode and they did it the rest of the season because of um, things that he has said in the past. But 
So they can easily do that for the housewives too, if that's the case, which is, that's why it's not. Like, I don't, I don't, the housewives I, haven't said anything. Sonia says a lot of crazy shit, but I, I don't think that's why we're taking yeah. a little break from housewives. I um, personally think it's to spread out the episodes also because of, we don't know like the yeah. schedule and what's going on. That's my conspiracy theory. So speaking of Real Housewives, we have some casting news for Real Housewives of Atlanta. So apparently their contract pickup letters for season 13 went out this week, which is always an interesting time, lots of rumors, whatever. Eva straight up announced that she's not coming back next season. It's unclear. I mean, we we don't we won't know for sure whether she was mm-hmm. asked back or not, but either way, she's she says she's leaving. Oh, you're um, saying we won't know whether or not it was voluntary or or right. I Bravo. mean, unless there's right. some huge controversy, most housewives are given the chance to be like, "Yeah, I'm leaving," even if they right. maybe weren't asked back. But I, what are your thoughts on Eva not coming back for next season? I was just going to ask you that. I mean, I think that Atlanta also needs like a little bit of a shift and a recast. Like I kind of, I've said this before, like I kind of want to see some new people. I like Eva, but we've said this in the past too. It kind of felt like she was like getting a little bored. You know, her storyline was getting a little dragged on and I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't have anything against her, but I'm okay with like, if that's the case of her not. I'm pretty much on the same page. I'd like Eva. I think Eva has had, Eva's had some really good moments on the show, but overall, I'm, I don't think it's a huge loss. And I think hopefully they'll be able to find somebody that's a little more exciting, maybe. Um, yeah, but... But then, the so the other big rumor, which has not been confirmed, but there is lots of speculation going around, is that Miss Linethea Leakes will not be back next season. and Which I would be upset about. <laughs> I, you know, I don't I know, know how I, you feel, yeah. The thing is, I I have loved Nini. I still have, you know, positive feelings toward her sometimes, but I'm not sure if she needs to be on the show anymore. And I can tell you for sure that they pay her a lot of money, and I don't know if she's necessarily worth it anymore in terms of looking at the cast as a whole and what direction the show should go. I don't know. In that case, I kind of look at Nini as like the, this might, other ones don't get mad at me, but I feel like Nini, I look at her as like the anchor of the show. <laughs> like, it's just Nini. Like, I don't know. I just can't, that's how I feel about it. Her and Cynthia and now Portia. So kind of all three of them. Those are my new like Trace Amigas. For me at this point, I think that, I mean, Nini is obviously iconic and, you know, mm-hmm. a a legendary housewife, whatever. But in terms of the show at this point, I feel like it's like Portia and Kenya yeah. is mm-hmm. a star at this point on the show. And it a makes star sense to is me, born. It makes sense to me after the end of this season that they would either get rid of Kenya or Nini. And I feel like Kenya seems like she has more kind of left in the tank in terms of bringing it on Housewives. Right. Whereas Nini, I, feels, I know what you're saying. Nini's a little, she's a little played out to me. Like she's had her, her drama, and she seems kind of over it. Whereas Kenya is, Kenya is gonna show up and come to play every single time, and I don't think anybody has doubts about that. Right. <laughs> Whether oh you like God. her or not. 
someone just DM me and said, you guys are doing a great job on the podcast. Oh my God. I was like, thank you so much. No, because I gave her advice on what to watch next. People come oh. to me for advice for what, sh- I, not life advice. What shows do I watch? Which I can do I, that. That's my favorite kind of DM. When somebody's, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a puzzle. I feel like a therapist <laughs> when somebody's like, okay, so I've seen, I've seen New Jersey, Potomac yeah. and Beverly Hills. What should I watch next? It's like, a, you have to, you have to think about yes. what, have you seen? what are you missing? What yes. does it seem like this The right like? questions, ask the right questions and kind of have them speak to you. But it's, this is actually funny because like I told you, I, I started Southern Charm. It's actually literally on pause on my TV right now. Last week and I'm hooked on it. I'm literally on season six. Like I've watched the whole thing this, oh, throughout this week. Oh no, I, yeah, I don't fuck around when I binge. And this, this girl that DM me about it said, I started Southern Charm, but I don't know how I feel about it. And I said, girl, I said the same thing, but give it another go because I'm upset. I like love this because I feel like it's because I'm so not Southern, as you can hear, that like it's so different for me, this this lifestyle that they live. So I'm like oh, yeah. a little intrigued. I... Southern Charm is like such a saga and such a journey and there were par- are parts I like more than others but it is it's a ride worth taking I would say I yeah don't know, I don't know going forward what'll happen but um, I know. what is happening okay. with all these shows I'm like guys hello it's really especially scary. now it was one thing in like March or April when everything was shut down but now that things are starting to open back up it's like okay who's filming who's you know it's it's gonna be interesting summer is fast approaching which means more social events more weddings to attend more nights on the town and hopefully more vacations that's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor honey love for covering us with the best shapewear with honey love you can feel your best even when you're wearing less they've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear plus they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor for a limited time only you can get honey love on sale get 20 percent off your entire order with our exclusive link honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. So let's get into Vanderpump Rules. Before we get into the episode from this week, we have a couple updates in terms of um, Vanderpump World news. Um, so we have not talked about the fact that Stassi Schroeder is pregnant, which is exciting. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it. I mean, come on. Anyone who's pregnant, that is exciting news for them. Like, yeah. I'm happy for them. That's very great. However, the timing couldn't be more ironic. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's um, interesting because on, I think it was on Friday, there was a report that Stassi and Kristen had hired a crisis PR team mm-hmm. after getting fired from Vanderpump Rules. And then within the next day or two, we had 
the Us Weekly exclusive that they are expecting a baby, which is uh, yeah. you know, just truly a miracle of timing. And then <laughs> later it came out that Stasi is apparently due in January 2021, which would mean that this is a little early to make a pregnancy announcement, but... You do you what know, you have to do. <laughs> heard the best, of course, in terms yes. of, you know, health and Correct. family and everything. But in interesting news, Jax Taylor is still coming under a lot of fire in terms of whether he's going to be cut from the show or what's going to happen with all of that. And this week... Lance but we Bass, can't see it on his Instagram because we're blocked. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, so this week, Lance Bass, who, of course, officiated Jax and Brittany's wedding, talked publicly about how he thinks Jax should and will be fired and that Jax is no longer partnering with him on their Just Add X drink line, which it's super funny to me that it's a drink that's named after Jax and he's no longer involved in it. Um, This story was a little confusing to me, but I didn't know if it was because I didn't care that much or because like I can never tell like what's going on with Jax in general. But (laughs) moving on, no kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, basically, so this season of Vanderpump is over now after this week, but I feel like there are still a lot of questions left in terms of what Bravo is going to do. I mean, Sarah, who we work with, wrote a great article about why she feels Vanderpump Rules should just be canceled, which I have mixed feelings about. I totally Mm -hmm. think there are a lot of things that need to be addressed, but at the same time, there's also a part of me that's like, don't cancel it. Don't take it away. Right. I feel like them, I agree, but this also is a good time and opportunity for them to really rethink what they could do with the show as opposed to canceling it, um, which I think could be a good idea. And then if, if that fails, then I think it's time to go. <laughs> but the show I has think... been on for so long. I mean, they they could really think about what the right thing to do is and what direction mm-hmm. to go in. Right. And I think it's a, for me, it's a thing where I don't necessarily think that the whole idea of the show needs to be scrapped. But I do think that they can't just fire four people and then be like, okay, here's the same show, but just Correct. put those four people gone. That they should right. use this... I mean, I think a couple more people should be fired first, but then on top of that, they should use this as an opportunity to kind of think critically about how to reshape the show to make it right. not just so not just to get rid of problematic people or whatever, but to actually improve the show because I think it's, right. it was already in need of some improvement before we were talking about, you know, racism and problematic people. Right. Um so this Last night, last night, two nights ago, I don't know again what day it is, but I did watch it this morning again. Um, the part three of Vanderpump Reunion, which I do have to say of all of the virtual Zooms, virtual Zooms, virtual reunions that we've seen, this third part wasn't the worst. I, I don't think I it felt it. dragged to me. I, I think it was okay. Um, not that much happened to like discuss because I feel like when things are in three parts they kind of put the they try to separate the information into three but like they really just put the most juicy stuff in the beginning and then whatever lingers is at the end which is what we saw this week I okay so I agree with you you know we basically got through all of the witches of WeHo stuff 
last week. So that wasn't really a thing. Honestly, this whole episode, they, I mean, they talked about some other stuff, but it really felt like kind of a, a Jack's reckoning. Like they were, they were talking about. What else is new? So they showed this incredible montage of every single yeah. Vanderpump reunion, Jax Taylor making some kind of promise about how he's working on himself and he is a terrible person and he is a, he's changing and whatnot. Every and it, single reunion they had him saying it. And I was like, that was fabulous. And fabulous. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where I feel like the people that are on the show with him can't decide whether it's, can't decide whether to laugh at that or to be kind of disgusted because obviously it's, I mean, they've known him for a long time. They care about him. They want the best for him. But at this point, it's like, you can't watch that clip package and think that he's serious about also. Yeah. Also like you're for like uh, enough, like in your 40, how much more are you going to change? You know? And it's funny because again, still, he just sat next to Brittany and repeated everything she said. Like he he cannot like think for himself. It's like unbelievable. Well, and I thought it was, I, I was happy they brought up what he had said at the end of the season about having mental health issues. He was talking about his brain being sprained. Well, he said mental problems, which I was mental, like, okay. Again. Mental problems. And so they brought up the fact that he should be in therapy if he mm-hmm. feels that he has these issues. And Lala said that Randall both or arranged a really great therapist for him and not only that but paid for the session and Jax just never showed up which is that's pretty that's pretty awful because you know Lala and Randall I feel like have been very supportive mm-hmm. of Jax and Brittany and so to to pull that kind of crap is just like it's yeah. pretty and you know what? Sometimes I don't know. I truly don't know whether or not I should feel bad for Brittany or not. Because do I feel bad in the sense that you have to go through this? Yes. Do I feel bad that you actually chose to marry this person after knowing all this? And now you really are like facing the wrath of it. It's like, I don't know. Because there she she does defend him at times and other times she's like you can tell she's like embarrassed or doesn't defend him and it's like pick pick a lane like i don't i don't know where this is headed well and stassi brought up the point which i thought was really interesting that the other people in the group get kind of scared to hold jacks accountable because yeah. they're made to feel like they're hurting britney and they're right. scared they're scared to hurt britney because you know, she takes things so personally with Jax and whatnot. And I think that's super valid. And we've seen that in the cast where people who should know better and should be calling Jax on their shit don't really want to because it's like, oh, we don't want to, we don't want to make Britney sad and mess things up. And, you know, when you have known somebody for such a long time and they're a grown, everyone here is a grown adult, can handle, should be able to handle, you know, these situations that you shouldn't make someone feel guilty for holding them accountable. And I thought that was an interesting point. And I mean, with Stassi leaving the show and potentially Jackson and Brittany, we'll see, we might not really get to see more of that play out in future seasons, but I was glad that it got brought up this time. Yeah. And it's funny because Ariana kind of went hard at Jax. Like she didn't give a mm-hmm. fuck this episode. Like she was like, I'm over your shit and just like went after it. But then at the end, 
kind of like felt bad for Britney and like said it. She was, she was, she doesn't like to see Britney upset. So it's just a very hard thing to watch. I'm like, oh, when are they going to make the announcement? <laughs> <laughs> I also, I thought it was a really, I loved the moment when Jax, they were like coming back from a break and Jack said to Andy, oh, I feel like you always are gunning for me or calling me out or whatever. Yeah. And Andy is like, Jax, that's my job to call people out. And you need to start watching the show because Jax basically doesn't watch the episodes. And then right. because he doesn't watch it, he feels like he has- Doesn't see ex- how it's portrayed too. He has this yeah. excuse to say, oh, I don't remember saying that. Oh, I don't think that's how that happened, whatever. When everybody else has watched it back. And so he's right. basically gaslighting people, being like, no, 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 no. That's not how that happened. And it's like, Jax, you, we all saw the episode. You're right. the only one who didn't watch it. So you can't say that it didn't happen when every single other person saw it. It's almost like- you and I, Dylan, recapping an episode for the listeners and us have not really watched it, but we just saw like clips like and read articles about it, but the listeners watched it. So they're like, (laughs) what kind of recap are you doing? I feel like that's a perfect analogy. But it's also, I thought you were going to say something else that Andy said to him when he said, Jax, I do like you. And Jack's like, well, you have a funny way of showing it. Jax, have you not realized that everyone does have a funny way of showing how they like you because they can't trust you? Right. Every, that's the thing. Everyone who, even the people on the, like, we've seen Stassi come to Jax's defense, you know, many times. And she, but she will still be the first one to call him out when it comes to certain things. And it's obvious that these people that, you know, care about him and have supported him, even those people have to have these mixed feelings and these complicated, you know, dynamics with him because so much of the time he's just wrong. And right. I don't know, having a friend like that is is really exhausting because you just feel like you can't, it's almost like you're being held hostage. Like you can't say anything or call them out on anything because then it just turns into this attack, even if yeah. it's meant, you know, in a good way. Also, like, let's stop talking about Jax right now because he's not listening to this. I'm fine with <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. But I also want to mention that we are still talking about Sheena and Brett's music video and they they replayed it again. And I was like, this is very sexual. Like it was, it was very sexual. And I don't know where I stand because Sheena keeps saying she was joking. She was joking. She was joking. And I get that too, but it's like, I don't know. Because I, if he uh, wanted to hook up with her, like, would they have? I don't know. I believe that Sheena, I don't think Sheena meant anything serious behind it, but that also doesn't mean that there was no way she, you know, like she, I think it was a joke, but also it's like, yeah, she probably would have hooked up with Brett. Right. And I but need I did... my ass to do what her ass did in the music video. Like, I need my ass to do that. <laughs> I appreciated that Brett kind of corrected himself and said, I, and he basically said that he, he said previously that he felt violated by Sheena and that that was not really accurate and that he should have just said he felt uncomfortable because right. the thing is he knew what he was getting into. He, Correct. he was fully consenting to do the music video. It was just uncomfortable. And of course it was uncomfortable. She was like biting his arm. And so I, I, I appreciated they were, that. They were riding each other. I was like, it was weird. Like there was a scene where they were like having doing the deed, but not really. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know. I'm we also saw Sheena's new man Brock at the very end of the episode. He's and so I, cute. I forgot that he's from New Zealand. And when Me too. When he started it, talking, I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> he's a little short for me. He's a little short for like me personally. But they're cute. I really appreciated when all of the significant others who weren't on the show came on, like Randall and Brock and um, who else came on? Ken. <laughs> Ken Todd, duh. I was like, who am I missing? Um, I, I thought that was really I, sweet. I love Randall. Randall's the best. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if he's the best, but he's cute. And I like how him and James are like friends. It's really okay. sweet. Mary, fuck, kill... Brock, Ken, and uh, Randall. Okay, I would kill Randall. Oh, wait, marry, fuck, kill. I would fuck Brock, marry Ken, kill Randall. Like, that was the easiest game. What would you do? Okay. Um, I would also fuck Brock, but I think I would marry Randall and kill Ken. Kill, okay, yeah, like, that was, the. Yeah, but, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> what a perfect tweet. Wait, let's do... Marry, <laughs> fuck, kill with the witches of WeHo. Oh God, Ugh. this um, is fun. I think I would marry Katie. Ma- marry Katie, no. fuck Kristen, kill Stassi. I don't know. It's it, it's weird now, and they're like, yeah, ugh, guys, I don't know. Think about it and come back to us. <laughs> let, let me know what you think about my personal life choices. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. But yeah, it feels it feels weird that this season is fully over I because 
Okay, I really think because we spent so much time on Brittany and Jax's wedding that it felt like this season was both super long, but also like the actual other stuff that happened felt really short. Yeah, it's funny because years ago, I would be like, oh my God, oh my God, Vanderpump Rules is coming back like in, a, in next month. Like it would be so exciting. And now it's like, oh God, what are they going to do? I don't know. I know. It's, I, it's almost, I think it's a good thing that they have had this coronavirus delay and that they'll actually have some time to really, you know, reorganize their shit for next season, assuming there's a next season, because I think they, they have some, some work to do and some tough choices to make, but I hope they, you know, are serious about fixing this show. Right. Um, anything else we missed from the reunion? Oh, I did. There was one moment. So um, Dana was talking about her mom who passed away several years ago. She was getting really emotional. That was, I was glad they let her kind of talk about that and the psychic Mm -hmm. situation. But oh my God, I was laughing out loud because she said that she was 22 (laughs) when her mom passed away. And James turns to Raquel and whispers, she's 22. And Raquel's like, no, she she was 22. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I I love that the editors put that in so much because it was one of those <laughs> moments where it was so such a small little moment, but I was just like, oh my God. And it was innocent. It was innocent, but I was like, wait, this is such a sentimental moment. Like, why are they doing that? But then I was like, oh God, they have like it, it it was it was great. But um the way James said it was so funny because it was like she's 22 like are you in like I'm interested or she's 22 because she doesn't look 22 <laughs> I was like and I know. Was like, oh, no. MTV's Siesta Key returns to heat up the summer with new episodes premiering Tuesday June 16th at 8 p.m eastern time pacific time binge the latest season now on mtv.com the MTV app and on demand before the season premiere this June this season the crew believes that keeping secrets and telling lies will maintain peace However, they quickly discovered that whoever said the truth will set you free has never been to Siesta Key. And when the truth comes out, nothing will ever be the same. It's been a few months since we saw the Siesta Key crew. Barry, catch us up to speed. Okay, so, you know, the king and queen, Juliet and Alex, have been on and off, I think, for about two years. Well, Juliet has now been dating Robbie, who we know from The Bachelor. Um, (laughs) Alex has been dating Alyssa where we find out they are actually pregnant and it really affects Juliet and Alex's relationship. So many other things are going on. Juliet and Alex hook up in Nashville when they go away for the weekend. These two have always had ties. I think when a baby is involved now, relationships are starting to end because Alex and Alyssa are moving (laughs) on and it's so much juicy drama. I love it. Well, it's going to be interesting because with Robbie out of the picture, Juliet has a new relationship with Sam, who is the attractive. And Alex still has not told Alyssa about his little moment with Juliet. So I have a feeling that's going to come to the surface. But that is not even the only drama situation that we have to deal with. We have Chloe, who is now not in a great place with Alex because she's been up in his business mm-hmm. and that's a whole thing. Kelsey and Garrett might be getting back together. Trying it's... and trying to work on their relationship as always. Ooh. And I Madison like... and Ish. Madison and Ish, that is a whole, I mean, 
does long distance ever really work? I don't know. That is long distance. Plus there's an age gap. We love Madison. She's a great girl. I would be very interested to know where this relationship goes. I am not in one myself, so I'm very envious of watching other people's unfold on reality television. So, yeah, I mean, this season, it's safe to say there is going to be much relationship drama, but we also have some career moves happening. Juliet has an exciting new opportunity with one of the biggest fashion entrepreneurs in Siesta Key, but more interesting than that, Brandon, his rap career has kind of come to a screeching halt. And we are going to see him maybe uh, uh, pivoting a little bit to a more traditional career path. And that sounds like it is going to be a sight to see. So this season is going to be a very exciting one. And for more Siesta Key, make sure to follow them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And join the conversation using hashtag Siesta Key. We obviously, leaving this season in the rearview mirror, we have to pick our number one from the whole season. It's not even just from this episode. I know, but really quick, because Charlie is reminding me of Charlie on the episode, which was not my Bravo Lab, but in Southern <laughs> Charm, Catherine was talking about um, eating at Olive Garden in an episode oh I just God. watched. And I was like, girl, oh my God. But we, okay, so Queen Bravo Charlie. Lab for the whole season. Okay, I know mine. Go ahead. Raquel. Oh, Raquel. Raquel is my Bravo Leb of this Vanderpump Rules season. I've said it once. I've said it a million times. She has come a long way and she has really become a character, like her own character. And ugh, I hate saying that word, actually, because like they're real people. Like a, but a, you know a, what I mean. A figure on the show. Yes. Yes. And she, the way they portrayed her in the past really wasn't helping her and Mm -hmm. she proved herself and the way she came through her relationship with James, the way she stood up to the other girls, the way she even like cracked some jokes, the way now she has a job. Like she, she's an all around is not involved in drama. I I just appreciate her. This is my appreciation Raquel post. Okay. I am going to give Raquel my most improved award, but my season (laughs) which I'm making up right now in honor of Raquel. My MVP (laughs) for the season has to be the one and only Sheena Shea. I I think whether or not you like Sheena, I think it's fine to feel any type of way about her, but she really put in the work this season in a way that a lot of other people didn't. And she's one of those people who she knows how to be good at, she's great at reality TV And you can tell she's the kind of person that will do whatever the producers need her to do. She's (laughs) the team on her back. She's totally shameless. And she seems so happy with Brock now. And it's just nice to see because she has really been dragged through the mud over the years on this show. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I kind of think they're similar in the sense where they were both Raquel and Sheena, even though Sheena's a bigger person on the show, where this season they were both like, how to defend themselves. Right. Sheena and Sheena they and Raquel, got Sheena and Raquel have both been the butt of the joke. I think maybe more than they deserve to be. Um, but you know, they're well, jokes they're on everyone else it. now. Yeah. And they are <laughs> also spent this weekend together partying in what San Diego and it looked great. 
So basically, we want to be friends with you guys. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just slide in. Don't forget to thanks for listening, everyone, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget to please donate to our Good Influence Fund for Racial Justice at Betches.co slash donate. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We will talk to you next time. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.